This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them. Welcome to Country Squire Radio. This is Bo, and today we've got something very special for you. As we've mentioned on previous episodes, there's been an event uh, that has been scheduled for the Country Squire with Eric Stokeby, literal pipe royalty, making his way to Jackson, Mississippi, to the Country Squire. And John David had an opportunity during the event to sit down with Eric and talk about uh, a lot, talk about his family, his legacy, his work, uh, his career, the pipe industry as a whole. And it's just, it's a really, really fantastic conversation. We're excited to bring that to you this week. Um, It is a little bit of a shorter episode, as you probably also noticed as well, because it is um, this very special interview, but but we're really proud of it. And uh, we think y'all are going to really enjoy it. As many of you noticed, uh, Ida uh, did quite a number, not just on um, you know the Mississippi Gulf Coast and the surrounding areas, but also uh, really just kind of carving its way through the country as a whole. Uh, there was some concern early on about the Country Squire being in Jackson, Mississippi, and fortunately, we can uh, we can report that everything is fine. Um, that there was some concern about some flooding, especially proximity of the shop to. Um, some of the rivers in the local area. But uh, regardless, uh, many of you have written in, and I just wanted to let y'all know, uh, we are fine. Uh, I'm fine here in Houston. John David is fine in Jackson. Uh, But, you know, a lot of people were severely impacted by Ida. So y'all just be praying for your neighbors around the country um, who are still recovering from that. And, uh, yeah, it's – but the, the shop the shop still stands and, and is okay. But I did want to put some folks' mind at ease about that who had written in. Y'all, before kicking it over to the interview, I want to first let y'all know that, of course, this podcast is made possible by those of you supporting us at patreon.com slash countrysquireradio. If you would like to join the Country Squire Radio International Pipe Club, that is the place to do it. Uh, recently, we just had a whole mess of approvals. Uh, mess, by the way, is a, in, in the South, that's a good thing. We had a whole mess of approvals that, that came through uh, from new club members and club members who have been patiently waiting to get into the Squire Lounge Facebook group. So welcome. Uh, if that's been you, if you've been waiting, chances are you now have access. So uh, congratulations and welcome there. And again, for those of you who would like to join the club and help support the show, head over to patreon.com slash country squire radio. All right. That is, I think, all the housekeeping items. It is time for me to kick it over to John David in Jackson with the one, the only, the man himself, Eric Stokeby. All right. I am here tonight with pipe tobacco royalty, although he might not admit it himself. <laughs> and it is Eric Stokeby, uh, man, the, um, the creator and creative mind behind uh, fourth generation tobaccos and pipes. And uh, man, just so so happy to be here tonight with Eric and uh, at, at, a, at a great event here at the Country Squire. Eric, welcome. Thank you very much, JD. I really appreciate being here. Yeah. It's great. Just so glad you came. We had a great turnout tonight and, uh, man, sold a bunch of pipes and, uh, man, got some fourth generation pipes and some uh, some other uh, other brands here, Chacombe, Nording, and Escorty, and, uh, man, some great fourth generation uh, tobaccos. And it's uh, it's just been really good. If, if, if anyone's listening and they are pipe people, because uh, most people that listen to Country Squire Radio are are pipe people. Um, they've probably heard the name Stokeby before, and um, and so 
Eric Stokeby, welcome to the show. We're Thank so you. so glad you're here. Um, man, tell us tell us about Eric Stokeby. What what's your what's your story? How'd you um, how'd you get into this, huh? Well, thanks, uh, John David. I appreciate being here, and uh, you know, it, it's 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 been my life, to be honest about it. Um, Quite literally, yes, it has. Uh, <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I remember um, when I was about eight years old. My that's you know, I'm dating myself, but that's when people used to work on Saturdays in factories and so forth. And my dad used to take me to uh, my grandfather's factory in Odense, Denmark, and uh, where I used to help out. And uh, it was really kind of a cool, old-fashioned factory with a retail store in the front and then the factory in the back, four stories. And each story had a um, production of their own. They had pipe tobacco on the bottom floor and then they had some cigar making on the second floor and then Oliver Twist I don't know if you some of you guys oh yeah yeah I'll... chew tobacco uh, I was on the third floor and then the fourth floor was packaging material and so forth so I used to uh, carry boxes up uh, up and down these different floors and just kind of help out so so like I said I was probably about eight years nine years old when I did that and then yeah you know now i'm uh i'm an old man so <laughs> <laughs> you wear you wear it very well eric you wear it very well <laughs> so it's it's been my life um spent um my first time in the u.s i was 17 years old my dad sent me over to learn about leaf tobacco and i spent a year in North Carolina, Tennessee, and Kentucky, went to grading school, learned about leaf tobacco, and uh, came back and started working in the factory. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, been a, it's been a good life. And uh, uh, I, really enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed the relationships with people uh, like John David here. And just uh, it's a good industry. It's a small industry, but it's a good industry, uh, good people to be around with. And... Uh, some years ago, I had the opportunity to maybe try out something else, but you know, I came back to what I know and what I love. So yeah. it's been good. Yeah, yeah, that's so. wonderful, man. Well, I mean, you, you know, it, it Stokeby obviously is a is a name um, that is synonymous with quality pipe tobacco. It's your it's your pedigree. It's your legacy. Um, I'm, I'm buddies with your son, which we've talked about earlier tonight, and uh, love Max, who uh, is kind of carrying the. Uh, carrying the name on as well, but you know, fourth generation. I mean, that's why we're here tonight. We're we're celebrating the fourth generation of, uh, um, you know, uh, Stokeby, uh, you know, pipe tobacco influence and legacy. Um, we've sold some beautiful, um, you know, Stokeby briars tonight. Some fourth generation briars and uh, fourth generation uh, tobaccos that are. Very high quality tin tobaccos and and bulk tobaccos, and it's just been a lot of fun. And and um, you know, it's products that you know a shop like ours can believe in and um, feel good about. Uh, you know, passing on to our our friends and everything. So t- tell me, how did fourth generation kind of get started? I think you've been at this now ten years or so, and um, and it's been quite a journey. Fourth generation is a um, as an idea, as a concept. Give us kind of the background of that. Well, you know, I moved, uh, my wife and I and our family, Max, and our daughter, Anna, we moved here in 2000. I was working with STG, Scandinavian Tobacco Company, and uh, 
we came over and you know, I was supposed to come over on a two-year um, contract, but, you know, 20 years later. And I worked with them for, you know, five or six years and then um, some other companies after that. And then in about 2011, um, I decided with actually with an advertising company I work with that said, you know, you should try something on your own. And we came up with the name Fourth Generation because uh, the family has been in the tobacco business for four generations. And there was this uh, good clinging name, uh, good clinging name. And um, so I decided to kind of venture out on my own. And um, uh, and it just went from there. And uh, it's really kind of a tribute to, you know, fourth generations being the tobacco business, which is... I think a little bit rare these days. It definitely is. <laughs> so, so, you know, and as I said before, you know, I really like the industry. Uh, it's been my life. It was my father's life uh, and my grandfather's life and, and great-grandfather. So, you know, kind of a tribute to old-timers like us uh, loving the industry, the tobacco, pipe tobacco and uh, industry. So, you know, uh, it's, it's been a good ride. You know, yeah. so we're, we've had a lot of fun and uh, lots of uh, ups and downs, but you know that's life. And uh, yeah. but yeah, um, it's 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 been good and um, a lot of traveling, a lot of meeting people, and um, you know, just super fun. Mm-hmm. So. No, it's great. I mean, it, it reconnects you with, uh, obviously, your family legacy, but also, you know, your experience from your childhood and um, and that kind of stuff, which is really, really special. But um, you started out with pipe tobacco, right? And then kind of ventured into pipes after that. Kind of talk about that, uh, you know, what, what led to some of those things and, um, you know, who you're working with on uh, some of those products and stuff. I think our folks would be, be interested to know about sure. that. Yeah, uh, yes, pipe tobacco. You know, uh, when I started working with my dad back in 1987, uh, and even before then, you know, pipe tobacco was, uh, you know, it was it was a good, uh, good strong business, and um, uh, my dad always had a lot of exports, and exports to the United States was big. So, um, so I grew fond of pipe tobacco and you know one of the things that my dad said when I was 16 years old and I asked him whether I could smoke and he said yeah that's fine as long as you can smoke a pipe so you know it's been part of my life for a long time and um, you know when I started the line fourth generation you know I, I thought about it and I said you know we should have some pipes with this and I met up with Peter Nero um, at a store in Alabama, Birmingham, um, Alabama, and uh, we decided to make a line under the fourth generation name. And uh, so, so you actually met at the briery, that briery, the briery in Birmingham, Alabama. And that's kind of that was the genesis of this of the, concept. Yes, of the the concept for the pipes. Yes, and my idea was really to have a go-to brand, if you will, of not only tobacco, uh, which is my forte, 
but also pipes and accessories and so forth. So a full line that you know spoke to pipe smokers, and um, and that was my thought behind this this whole brand. You know, to yeah. have something uh, kind of a go-to for for the pipe smoker. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. And uh, you know, since then it's developed. Obviously, um, you know you've. Um, developed a full line of uh, tinned pipe tobaccos, which you've got a few partners in, uh, Mac Barron, uh, the Scandinavian Tobacco Group, that are uh, helping you produce those. But then also, uh, you know, Petter Jeppesen with uh, Nirup and um, and and now Eric Nording as well, and 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 some folks that are helping you uh, produce the. Uh, the pipes that are all very high quality. We've sold several tonight that are uh, that are very lovely pieces. And so, um, you know, what's that like for you as you know the fourth generation of a, a long family legacy? Um, you know, what 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 does that feel like for you to to be um, in an industry that is um, you know carrying on that family name in a way that you know so many of us don't really get to get to ex- experience you know can you can you kind of talk to that a little bit well you know uh it's it's actually a little bit of an honor if you will um to be having been having been in the industry for so long and, and, and for so many years it's it's i feel very strongly about having the relationships with not only the pipe makers that I deal with, but also the pipe tobacco makers. And, you know, it's it's good to know that when you walk into the door of a uh, pipe maker like Peter or Peter um, or a Scandinavian tobacco company's factory uh, that I've, you know, worked with for many years, that, you know, they... They just welcome you in and says, you know, what can what can we help you out with? And it's just it's all about relationships, and it, it's yeah. good to know that you have these relationship uh, for so many years. Uh, yeah. I feel I feel very good about that. So, you know, it, it's 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 it, yeah, it's it's pretty solid. So yeah. you know, I it's it's good to have it's good to have a reputation that you can do that, and uh, yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, I, I feel. I feel extremely good about that. So I, it's been it's been a good ride. Tell me, tell me what your father was like. Well, my father was the ultimate salesman. I think uh, <laughs> he could sell sand in Sahara. Uh, uh, he was uh, he was a great person. Uh, we had you know we worked together for many years um, before he passed away and. Uh, <laughs> And we had we had a really strong relationship. We didn't always agree on everything that we worked on, but for the most part. And he was very outgoing. He had a strong presence whenever he walked into a room, and um, it was it was a good it was a good long time relationship. And uh, you know, I still miss him these days, although it's uh, almost twenty years since he passed. Um, yeah. But yeah. Um, he, he was a good man. He. And he really created his own name with the Peter Stogaby tobaccos in this country on his own and uh, and did very well at it. And he did it by visiting stores and by visiting people and, uh, you know, went out there and, and created his own name. So it was he was uh, he was a good man and he was uh, and he really enjoyed it as well. You know, he, he really had the passion for it. So so that was good to see, you know, and uh 
yeah, like I said, I still miss him these days. But uh, it was, we had a good good time together. So yeah, that's great. I, I, I'm you know, it, you, you talk about this person that's. Um, you know, created his own name in the industry, um, even though having these legacy uh, connections that uh, were there and the incredible products that have come from literally over 100 years. Um, and it, but, but I'm sitting in front of a, um, a very soft-spoken man who has kind of done the same thing. Yeah, maybe. I mean... I think, you know, I learned from my dad. I learned a lot of things, and that is that, you know, if you want to create something, you got to go out there and meet some people and shake some hands. Yeah. And that's one thing I learned from him. Um, so uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad what I've done, and uh, it's been a good ride, and um, I, 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 yeah, it's, it's been fun. Yeah. It really has. Yeah. And, that, and I, I, I have a big passion for it as well. So, that's great. Yeah. And it's good to see my son is in it as well. And uh, hey, he's he's all right. He's all right. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope that he'll continue, you know, being in the business. Um, yeah. uh, but uh, you know, I hear a lot of good things about it when I visit stores. So yeah. it's good. No, Ma- Max is a Max is a good friend and a, g- a good personal friend. Someone that I've been able to connect with. It's it's um it's neat in this industry which is already tight knit and um and full of good people but when you when you meet someone that um you just connect with on a personal level so we're we're very thankful for that and um matter of fact he was picking on me this week because i had a event with you and he was like when are you gonna bring me in you're bringing dad in but you're not bringing me in um so it's uh it's really great what what memories do you have eric about your grandfather uh, you know, my grandfather was more of a cigar, cigar man than anything else. Him and my grandmother, um, uh, they um, they moved to. Um, he, my grandfather was working for a Dutch company, and he was um, um, sent out to Indonesia, where he um, was a plantation manager, tobacco plantation, mostly cigar tobaccos uh, there at that time, and I think still is. Um, so he he really learned more about cigars, and when he had his factory, it was really more cigars uh, fixated or oriented, uh, and and uh, sure. he you know developed several brands and uh, made s- uh, cigars for Churchill, Winston Churchill, and uh, so he was definitely more of a cigar man. He smoked a pipe once in a while, but more of a cigar man and. Um, uh, That's great. Yeah, yeah. He, you know, and that was the times in the '40s and uh, early '50s. You know, cigars were big in those days. So, um, uh, still are, but um, you know, particularly at that time, I think. Uh, and he, um, you know, he was, uh, he was, he was, he was an interesting character. I remember as a kid, you know, I came to their apartment uh, in this town, Odense, and. Uh, he told me about his experiences in Indonesia, where his next door neighbor was like a cannibal, and uh, you know it was <laughs> it was pretty crazy. It was pretty wild to learn about. He had snakeskin, you know, and all kinds of artifacts from Indonesia, and uh, you know, back in the 
1960s, you know, it was pretty crazy. My grandmother yeah. made uh, Indonesian uh, rife tafel food, which, you know, fried bananas. You didn't, you just didn't get that those days in Denmark. So yeah. it was, yeah. it was crazy. But you, you don't get that in Mississippi today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, good people, you know, good memories. Um, and, but, and he was, um, he was a collector of all kinds of things, paintings and stuff like that. So, um, um, very interesting man, yeah, and, and, and a good scar man. That's great. That's great. Jumping in real quick to tell you about the sponsor for this week's show, Missouri Mirsham. Of course, you know our friends at Missouri Mirsham have been doing some amazing work. With their quality corncob pipes, they'd offer a great quality smoke every single time. But now, with Old Dominion, they've gone beyond the cob and now have quality clay pipes as well. They've also offered hardwood for quite some time. And you know, one of the things that I love about Missouri Meerschaum is their classic trio pipe set. It comes with a beautiful little burlap-looking bag. It's got a hardwood pipe, a clay pipe, and a corncob pipe from Missouri Meerschaum. It's the great set to get yourself a variety of pipes you may not already have in your collection. Be sure to pick up a classic trio pipe set from our good friends at Missouri Meerschaum at corncobpipe.com. Again, that's corncobpipe.com. The classic trio pipe set and if you've got one you know when you unbox that thing be sure to take a picture of it tweet it out to folks it's a great way to let the good folks at missouri mission know you appreciate them for sponsoring this show brain fog insomnia moodiness weight gain maybe you think they're just part of getting older but many health understands that for women over 40 they can all connect to menopause it's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience not just hot flashes Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Well, I mean, premium tobacco, all premium tobacco is welcome here at the Country Squire and on, on Country Squire Radio. Um, and, uh, of course, we have a, a healthy veneration for people like Winston Churchill and and others, um, t- tell me about um, you know the the current state of you know fourth generation tobacco and and pipes. Um, you know your your company. Uh, obviously, you create some beautiful pieces um, that have been um, you know on on the I wouldn't say the super high end of of premium pipes, but a, but the higher end of the. You know they're 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 um they're they're really good pipes, especially for the price. You know, tell me about kind of what your working model is. What what are you trying to provide? What what hole are you trying to fill with fourth generation pipes? Um, you know, and and what um you know where do you see the brand going uh, from here? Well, I think that you know I, I strive for good, uh, really good quality. I think that's important. Um, so, you know, for the pipes, I, I know uh, Peter very well, and you know, I know he makes top top quality uh, pipes. And for me, it was important to have pipes that are really, uh, you know, top end because kind of live up to the name, really. Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I, you, yeah. maybe you won't say it, but I'll say it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think, you, I know you can buy a pipe, you know, a corn cup or whatever, a basket pipe for $30, 40 $50 or whatever. And and I think that's fine. It's a good way. But, you know, if you went, if you go ahead and, 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 and spend the money uh, first time, you know, I know that with 
the fourth generation pipes, you're going to get a good pipe. You know, um, I mean, I remember Peta sending me samples initially, and I mean, I still smoke these pipes. Uh, you know, 12 years uh, going, and uh, they're just they're just good good quality pipes. And I, for me, you know, uh, the saying is, you know, you get what you pay for, and that's I think that's important. So you know, um, you know, I, I like. I like good quality, and um, I yeah. think that's 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 important to me, and that's I think important to yeah. the brand. So. And and still providing it at a reasonable price, which is you know uh, so um, valuable to the pipe smoker who is traditionally relatively frugal and <laughs> loves to um, you know make sure they're getting good value uh, for their for their investment. Um, t- tell me about the Father's Day pipes that you guys came out with recently. Right, so we've done that actually for three years. So we have uh, one shape uh, in a sandblast. Uh, it's one shape per year, is per that right? Year, one shape per year and a sandblast and a smooth, and we change it every year. And it's uh, Chacom in France who makes uh, has been working uh, making it for three years now, and uh, we we have these events every year around Father's Day and that's when we launch them and uh, been doing really well with them you know they're um, very good pipes and um, good pricing uh, good good value and uh, you know I think that's something we want to go forward with and, and, and continue uh, continue the next many years yeah. so yeah they're really sharp. I mean, just to, this year's uh, pipe is a poker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has just a, a real elegant shape to it, with kind of a funky uh, ferrule around the end of the uh, the shank, and it's just a just a fun pipe, very approachable. It's something that you might uh, give as a Father's Day gift, but also might buy for yourself on Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. uh, just something that's a a lot of fun. Um, you know, a lot of your shapes are. Uh, that that uh, you produce though are Danish inspired. You know you've got those uh, kind of uh, acorns and uh, you know bent uh, apples and whatnot that uh, have this kind of fun. That uh, they're approachable, they're uh, recognizable, but they're also they just have that Danish flair that's very uh, very fun. You think people kind of resonate with the uh, unique uh, the you know unique shapes that that you produce. Um, I think so. You know, I, I think we 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 tried, or I tried to make or have better makes shapes that are a little bit unusual. You know, the bands are different. They're made of bronze uh, instead of silver. You know, the bronze bands are very handsome. They they look great. They're they're I think they're really cool. So we tried to make something that's a little bit different. Each model is stamped with the birth year of one of the fourth generations, you know, uh, along with the tobacco. So it's something that's that you know makes them stand out a little bit and be being a little bit different than from from other pipes. So uh, you know, so that's 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 kind of unique to me. Yeah. So yeah. Great, great pipes, great tobaccos. What's what's next for fourth generation? 
Uh, that's a good question. Um, I think the fifth generation, <laughs> the fifth, yeah, maybe I don't know. Uh, but I think you know we'll continue to develop new models on the pipe side and some new tobaccos. Uh, we just came out with three new bulk tobaccos, loose tobaccos, which are really good. I I had ever I had actually never I saw the tobaccos come out, the bulk tobaccos, and they looked intriguing and delicious, obviously, and you know with that. Um, you know, type of quality behind it, you expected, you know, something good, but uh, tried a couple of them tonight and was very pleased with with them. So, I mean, very, very, very pleased with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I think they're good. And um, yeah, so, you know, I'm always looking to find different things, new things, you know, uh, we raffled away uh, our latest uh, accessory tonight, which is a backpack and leather. You know, and we didn't even talk about that tonight, which could be a whole different episode, but like that, that your accessories that you've come up with, that you've partnered with uh, some very prestigious manufacturers uh, to produce, um, these are, they're they're some of the best pipe accessories on the market, frankly. I mean, they're they're you should be proud of them. They're they're beautiful. Well, thank you. I think it's you know it's a lot of fun. I mean, that's you know I I didn't say that before, but I spent you know almost ten years in advertising when we lived in New York City, my wife and I in the eighties, and you know I'm really I really I think it's fun to develop new products. I I think that's really a big part of my passion. And I try to do something that's creative and different and, you know, hopefully something pipe uh, smokers will like. And uh, so it's that's that's really the fun part, I think. And and uh, and something that's a little bit unique, something that stands out, something that's different. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's a uh, there's a there's a leather bag in the country squire currently sitting 25 feet away from where I am right now that I'm probably going to go home with tonight <laughs> because it's it's just beautiful and uh man there's uh there's so many uh so many neat accessories that you've come out with uh over the past several years and uh it just all fits the brand very well it all works together very well so I know you're I know you're proud of it and you should be um it's very good so um, Eric, thanks for coming, man. Thank you for for uh, coming down here to the the dirty South and uh, being uh, coming to the Country Squire and and hanging out with us. And uh, any any parting words for our audience? Uh, well, thanks for inviting me, first of all. And uh, it's been good. What a great group you have here. I mean, just uh, solid um, customer base of great pipe smokers and really interesting guys to talk to. I was one one gentleman. Uh, he shared me a lot of the um, history about Mississippi. And, you know, this is what's part of the fun of traveling and being. And you learn a lot about you know, different history, different states, and different people, and uh, I think that's the fun part. So, uh, it's been great, and uh, thanks for having me. <laughs> Did you ever think uh, a, a little boy from Denmark would wind up in a in a uh, in a in a in a crazy place like uh, like Mississippi, <laughs> you never know. selling pipes? Yeah, you never know. No, that's great. You never know. Yeah, but it's been fun. Well, thank you so much, man. We're glad you came and uh, hope you have a good trip back home. Thank you. Thanks. 
Y'all, thank y'all so much for tuning in this week. If you would like to keep up with the show, you can do so at Squire Radio is the handle on Twitter. Uh, you can also find the shop at underscore Country Squire or John David at John David Cole. Uh, you can find all that information and more at CountrySquireRadio.com. Like I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a little bit of a shorter episode this week, but that's okay. We've actually got a little bit of a, a pretty packed episode for you next week, as uh, you're, you're going to find out pretty soon. Uh, we've got some exciting things to share with you down the line, including, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm going to wait till next week. I'm going to wait till next week. We've got something really exciting to share with you coming in uh, early October. But uh, more on that in the future. For now, hey, let's go have a day. you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.